Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. It's Janelle here, and this week we are interviewing Saba, who is a virtual assistant coach helping others uncap their income with a virtual assistant business. She has helped hundreds of students with remote job opportunities and has even found a way to incorporate some travel into her everyday life while working remotely, which I find super cool. So welcome, Saba. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. <laughs> I'm so honored that you reach out to me to chat because this is like, this is my jam right here. <laughs> yes. So for people unfamiliar with you and your story, can you tell us a bit about yourself, like where you're originally from and how your education or work background really ties in with travel? So um, my name is Sabatini, but most people call me Saba or the boss lady as I've been deemed um, for the past two years, but I am originally from Florida I lived in Florida most of my life. I just recently moved to Dallas, Texas. Um, but I've been kind of the travel bug since I was a little kid. I've been traveling since I was four. I've had, I'm now on my seventh passport, actually, as of today. <laughs> um, and I'm 29 years old. Um, and so I've been traveling since I was a little kid. But what really kind of shifted for me was just like everyone else in the world, COVID happened. I lost my job of 10 years. I was working for um, one of the biggest hotel brands in the world, the Marriott hotel brands. And so I was working for them and um, we all got laid off. And so we were laid off for nine months and um, I was then just left to figure it out. (laughs) And so we were told that we would get called back and I'm sure we were, which we did after nine months. But in the meantime, I was like, I have to do something about money, right? I have to get another job. And so I was introduced to becoming a VA. There was a course out there and a friend of mine begged me to join the course. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. I've never taken an online course. I think this is ridiculous. Um, But, you know, I was talking to a few people and they were like, well, what are you gonna do with the time anyways? Like you can't travel. And it really hit me that like, I couldn't even do what I enjoyed because we were stripped of that as well. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take this course. I took the course and and um, later on infused what I know about traveling and food because I was a travel food blogger before this, like kind of as like a side gig just for fun. Um, and I realized that the course that I took was not, everything that I needed so I decided that I would create my own course and fill in the gaps and so that's kind of where my business 
involved was I created my own course and I then started to mentor um, women to do the same as me, which is become a virtual assistant. And we are about two years in and I've been able to mentor over 140 women in a two year span. That's really cool. Like, it's it's crazy, um, like how your story actually happened. Like, I'm sorry that you lost your job in 10 years, but it turned yeah. into a pretty like positive experience, I would say, for not just you, but all of the women you've been able to like mentor and help. Yeah, even my even my friend that encouraged me to join that course, she later on became my student because we realized that um what we were taught or what we were given in that course just wasn't it. And um Thankfully, I was able to take what I know and what I've learned and I've infused it into my course. And she ended up going through my course, did really well, and ended up also quitting her job as well. Oh, wow. Hey, so how have you been able to tie travel into this experience? So so what it really is, is because my job is fully remote, so I can do everything from my laptop. I have a team now, so my entire team expand across the nation and so they're also remote so that allowed me to back when I was working for corporate I you know had to use my PTO or I had to really just uh, um, maximize my long weekends or whatnot and now I don't really have to do so like I really can take my work with me anywhere um I've been to Mexico plenty of times I've been to Colombia I've been to Panama I've been to Guatemala I've been I've been all over the place with my work and uh, I've been to Haiti. So it's really just, um, it's easier this way. Since I'm fully remote, I can I can decide the days that I want to work and the days I do not. And whatever that looks like, I can be anywhere doing any, any kind of work. Sorry, I had some background noise on my end. So I had to move to another room really quickly. Okay, I'll be able to edit that pause out, but let me hop back into the questions. Okay, yeah, so you've been able to tie travel into work, which is nice. And since you can pretty much just take your laptop anywhere, there's no requirement (laughs) to do that at home. You can go to any country. That's so you've been to, you said Panama, like mainly like uh, like South American countries. Yeah, I go to South America a lot. only because I have friends there and it's just been great. I've been to Europe plenty of times as well, but because of COVID, we kind of haven't been able to like really branch out as much, but I'm actually getting ready to head across the pond um, to Bali. Um, and I'll finally be going to Bali. It was it was a trip I was going to take actually right before COVID happened, um, but I wasn't able to. And so now tables have turned and actually my business coach is hosting single retreat in Bali and I'll be joining her there um so it's kind of like a full circle moment um that I'm able to I got into this thing not really knowing what I was doing but I had her as a guide with me and now we're both you know we're going to Bali next year and it'll be this time as a full-time CEO and celebrating a lot of milestones oh that's exciting so I guess a huge misconception that is out there is that people that do remote work sometimes are scared to like travel like you do because there may not be a reliable Wi-Fi where they go or 
I don't know, bad network connection. And what advice or tips would you give them to kind of encourage them to do the trips rather than hold back because of something like that? Um, first, it's to really just do your research because you believe it or not, a lot of countries, a lot of cities, a lot of places are um, very much functional for remote work um and not because of covid like they have uh, they have always been it's maybe it wasn't you know in the forefront of your mind because that's not what you do but now that the world has changed a lot of people have upped their wi-fi a lot of people have completely changed what the what it means to co-work and stuff like that and so doing your research about where you're going like for example medellin colombia is one of the, has one of the best wi-fi signals in the world um, and it's because they, a lot of ex, expats are there. And so a lot of people work remote, therefore their Wi-Fi has to be amazing. It's probably better than the AT&T that I have in my home in Dallas, Texas, that's always going out. Um, but that's doing your research just allows you to really see exactly where the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi will be good and then plan your trip around that. I don't necessarily have a long list of bucket list places to go or whatnot. I just see like, you know, what caters to where I am in life, right? And how can I go see it? And then I plug myself in. That's really how I plan my travel. And believe it or not, it doesn't matter how much money I make, but I am always going to go where it's the most cost effective. And so if I'm going to Guatemala and it's the most cost effective, then wherever in Guatemala the Wi-Fi is high, that's where I'm going to (laughs) be. Yeah, no, that's a perfect answer. Like there's Wi-Fi is like kind of a bad excuse now because I feel like everybody in the world has amazing has amazing Wi-Fi. Yeah. Or you can just bring your own hotspot. Like you can literally buy a personal hotspot that gives you great signal if you, you know, if you're really worried about that. Exactly. Um, and this is kind of off topic, but I actually am going to Guatemala for the first time later this year. So I was wondering what's your like favorite thing to do there? What's like the top recommendation of thing to do when you visit? In Guatemala, um, let me see. I have a guide. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me actually pull it up. I actually have a guide. Um, only because Guatemala has been something that's, it's been a place that's been on my list forever and ever. And you you can tell like online right now, Guatemala is like the spot to be. Um yeah. Probably because it, it's it's really cost effective, so people are like, um, you know, like flocking there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Guatemala is has always just been um, my thing. So one of the things is I really at first I thought that I wouldn't um, like care for like hiking and stuff like that, hiking in a sense of like hiking to volcanoes. But I did it in Costa Rica. And it was amazing. And I have an amazing picture standing right in front of an active volcano. Um, and so one of the things that I want to do is go to Guatemala. They have one of the highest volcanoes um, there and in Central America. And I want to hike um, that volcano. I believe it's called Taj Tajumukal or something like that. Um, but I'm really, really very much outdoorsy kind of person. Mm-hmm. I am too, so well. I'll definitely and look so into all I'm that. Try to hit a few volcanoes. Yeah, there's there's um there's some like group trips that you can do, and it's like five to six hours or whatnot, and everything's included, and it's just a good time to like mingle with other people and still get you know a little movement in. Yeah, that sounds like really fun. Yeah, I'm definitely like I'm taking all my notes oh, yeah. now because you're like the 
third or fourth person I've interviewed that has mentioned Guatemala and like so like you said it's kind of like the hot spot right now like you've seen it all over social media and I feel like everybody's been talking about it recently and so now I I always ask this question I feel like recently yeah I'm 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 excited to I haven't been to Guatemala Guatemala is a place I would love to go um but I'm going um in the fall and these are like I have a whole list of things that I want to do um, there and I actually plan to I plan to be there for two weeks maybe three it depends I work remote so I really can extend as much as I want <laughs> um, and just kind of like kind of like move there for like two or three weeks that's kind of like I'm not, I've never really been into the digital nomad like completely moved to another country kind of person mm-hmm. um, but I like to move for a period of time so like not like a year but I will go and do like three weeks a month. And I feel like when you do that, you still get the experience of kind of living there. Because once you're somewhere for more than a week, you, you're living there, okay? Like, yeah. you know the local store by now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And so yeah, we low-key might be going around the same time because I'll be there in November for about like two and a half weeks. So let me know. Um, are you going in August? Oh no, November. So I'm later. November. Fall. Okay, I'll be going later fall as well. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> let me know. Let me know. We might be there at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be in Colombia in August. Um, and while I'm in Colombia, I'm going to hop around Colombia for a bit. I'm I go to Colombia once a year. That's like that's really okay. my spot. Um, and then I'm also going to cross over and go to Panama while I'm there. And hopefully Ecuador while I'm there. Okay, that's a nice journey. Yes. Um, so yeah, I try to maximize so, like that. Yeah. I try yeah. To I mean, it makes sense. Around. While you're over there, get it all in. And for people interested in seeing some of these trips, where can we find you on Instagram or any other platform that you post some of your travels? So you can definitely find me on Instagram. Um, at the Indian MBA. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Life is Boss Lady. Um, I have two accounts. One is my business account and the other is just to kind of just like bring you into the behind the scenes of what it's like to be a multiple six-figure CEO and being a virtual assistant mentor and, you know, working remote and building a team and all the things and all, all the things that you can imagine about building a business um, is on there. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at the end of MBA. That's where I can be my true self <laughs> along with everyone else and just like, you know, share my thoughts. And I'm also getting vamped up to get on YouTube. It'll be at the end of MBA as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's where you can connect with me, um, chat with me. I'm very much an open book. So I love having conversations about any and everything because nothing is left unturned. Um, because I, you know, I found a lot of, connection and community in the online space by running into open open-minded people and people that were open to sharing how you know how they do business and stuff like that to even get to where I am so I like to extend the same to everyone else nice yeah and I'll link all of the, the your socials in the show notes and if you have like a website for your business too I can link that in as well you want to shout that out what was that Oh, I'm sorry. I'll link all the links to your socials in the show notes so people can easily find that. And if you have a website for your business as well, I can also include that if you want to shout out the website. 
Oh, yeah. So you can also find me on my website at theindemandva.com. Um, there you'll be able to dig through more about me. You'll be able to dig into my program if you're interested in becoming a virtual assistant. You can also dig into if you are a business owner yourself and you're looking to hire a virtual assistant. We also have that as well. I uh, connect entrepreneurs with fully trained VAs absolutely for free. So if you are a small business, uh, you know, a business that already has a team, but you just want to grow it, or you're just someone who kind of has things that needs to get done, but really need an extra hand and don't really want to, you know, put it forth into building a grand team, then that would work for you as well. You can also go on there and check out to see if you want to chat with me. If you want maybe like a more in-depth, more intimate time to chat with me about your business, I also have that as a service as well. So you can definitely find all of that on my website. Um, and if you're unsure of which route to take for me to support you, you can always DM me on Instagram and I'd love to talk to you about it. Nice. Yeah. So make sure y'all check out those links in the show notes and make sure you follow her, find everything you can because this virtual business is where it's at, to be honest. <laughs> you get a lot of time yeah. to go places um, working from home. So why do you, so we're kind of wrapping up towards the end of the interview. And I asked this last question to everybody just because everyone has their own twist to it. And it's why do you think more black women should travel? Um, I think more black women should travel because we are undermined in a sense, like we, it, it, it almost comes off as like, it's the white people thing to do to travel. And I think we need to break that narrative as black women. And I think we have plenty of black girls that are growing up um, right now that are looking to us for direction. And so the things that we do are very important. Starting a business is very important. Making a lot of money as a black person is very important. You know, traveling the world that was deemed as like the only the white people thing to do is very important because we have black and brown girls and guys that are growing up that need that, need that role model that shows them that you, there, there's no such thing as the white person thing to do, right? There's no such thing as that. Like as a black and brown person, you can do any and all things and they're looking to us to show them that it's possible. Yes, and I 100% agree with everything that you said. Like, like I said, I ask this question in every interview, everybody has their own twist and all of it's so true. And also like, I wanna see y'all when I go on my next trip. I love it when I see another black person, another black female out there, like, it's always a vibe. So <laughs> uh, thank you again so yeah. for doing this interview and sharing your travel story. Make sure y'all follow her to keep up with what she's doing and see more about her business. And yeah, thanks. Thank you so much.